Depression was really bad, mm. I would say. Um, I couldn't work. I didn't bother finding a job. Um, I was sleeping on my bed almost like 24-7. Welcome to Reclaiming Back My Life podcast, where we share inspiring stories of individuals with you who had tragedies happening to them, but still took control of their lives. This is episode number three, and we have the founder and CEO of The Outlaw Gym, Joshua. He was cheated in his first business venture, and he fell into depression after that. After his world came crumbling down, and tired of being depressed for months, he decided to take massive action to come out from that state. Want to know what are the strategies he took to come out from that state? He will share with us the strategies in this video. My name is Jameson Tan, and I'm your host today, a psychology graduate come life coach who is seeking out individuals who is living their life passion and purpose, who took control of their life despite tragedies happening to them. I want to gather these inspiring stories and share them with you so that you too can live your life with passion and purpose. There will be notes listed in my website, here is the link, so you can sit back, relax and be inspired of these stories. So let's jump into the interview and enjoy the story with Joshua. Let the story begin. So, you first started out, your first gym that you ventured or you invested in was uh, the Warhouse, right? Yup. what? Five, five minutes away from here. Yeah. And it was massive, that's where I met you like, actually. Yup, yeah. massive. So, I, I guess the gym was like two times bigger than this. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Equipment, I would say, to some certain points, it's better. Mm-hmm. Somehow I got cheated by my partner. Okay. Mm, for someone who I knew for five years, mm. and that's like a big blow. Yeah, and and that got me into depression. Um, it wasn't just a finance that he cheated me, but you know, like trust, you know, and his he his name wasn't in the industry at all, which mm. means he wasn't famous at all in the industry, mm. and he actually write on my name. Okay. So. Yeah, so a lot of things I use, uh, for example, my name, my trust, my finance. Didn't work, sleeping on the bed, only wake up like to have my meals. Other than that, it's like on the bed, like what? God, what are you? Why you place me on this place? You know? <laughs> and things like that. Uh. And I remember it was so bad once that um, I was driving my car and I was arguing with uh, Yvonne and my girlfriend. It wasn't an argument. I was just being really, really depressed. I was like really beating up myself mm-hmm. and she couldn't take it she was like it's almost every day you're complaining about your life you know? mm-hmm. and I, it was so bad that when the traffic light turned green I stopped the car and I ran you ran out of the car? I ran out of the car wow and she got panicked uh, so she drove the car and I didn't answer my call nothing and I was in my jeans and uh, t-shirt I just ran I didn't feel physically tired at that run. Mm, mm. It was more emotional tired. I just didn't want to talk, wanted to talk to anybody. Mm. And I prayed, I, I read the Bible and so on. And future is in God's hand. Mm. You know? And so what if, if I allowed anxiety or depression to, to take charge of my life, mm. that means my future belongs to it. Yep, definitely. If my belo- if my future belongs to anxiety and depression, at the same time my future <coughs> belongs to my partner, mm-hmm. my ex-partner who cheated, me, who cheated on me. Mm-hmm. So I told myself, I'm not going to let that happen yeah. because my future belongs to God. Right. And that's where I, I took charge of, the, of my own life and said, okay, let's, let's find what's the next step. No time beating up, no, no point beating up myself, no point allowing my enemy to, to won over me. That mm. sense. Yeah, that's, that's where I just took up and start thinking the next step. Amazing, amazing. Hey, thanks for opening up, man. Yeah. Hey, no props. I think a lot of time, oftentimes, like you know, uh, when tragedy happens, like it's very yeah. easy to play a victim. Yeah. Um, and I think it's not. It's not like 
you want to, but just emotionally, you're just unable to, you know, to yeah. control. Like you mentioned, um, you know, two months you were on the bed and yeah. you just didn't want to do anything about it. You know, can, can you just walk us through, like, you know, the emotions, like, I think a lot of people have a misunderstanding what, you know, all this emotion is, especially men. They always go like, ah, man, uh, emotions, just go and drink or go yeah. and work out and the emotions will go away. Uh, but definitely it's something deeper and would you like share like you know that two that two months period what was like going through your mind you know day in day out was there something you know was there a, a thought that was playing in your head or you constantly asking why 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 was this happening to me you know i was so passionate about this but you know why i guess i used like very very little words at that time but then it's like it, it keep repeating uh. yeah you know it's, it's like very hard to describe it's like you're just thinking about the same thing like why me that's all mm -hmm. you know at that moment i remember like I felt that everything was going up and I was like thanking God and like, well, everything going up, I, I got a partner who's willing to invest this certain amount for, uh, with me for a gym and so on. Everything was on point, you know, I was like so young, I'm like, I think I opened more house when I was like 25, wow, you know, so, who, who opens a gym at 25? Yeah, know? yeah. Wow, you know, everything comes so fast and everything and all of a sudden when it drops, it's like, God, why? Did you bring me up so high and then you drop me all the way down here mm. you know? and it's it's like like you said like why me you know? and um what did i do to deserve these yeah. things like this but it's, it's more than words actually it's seriously more than words it's it's like the pain is like so painful in your heart mm -hmm. but it's not heart attack it's mm -hmm. just like really really emotional mm -hmm. pain. but for a guy i cry a lot at that time mm -hmm. remember that was the time that i cried really a lot were you like that before? I mean, like, uh, were you like a uh, like I I call myself a softie, so I get emotional watching movies and all that. So I'm very oh. in tune with my emotional self. Were you like that also? Uh, growing a, up, a, maybe a bit, a bit lah. But, but that incident helped but that you was to worse. That was be yeah. more in, in line with your emotions. Yeah. I I'm not the type of person who like when they get depressed and they get pissed off and angry and everything. I'm I'm the type of person who I guess at that time I remember I guess want to be all by myself. It's like. I don't deserve to be in this world. I don't deserve to, to talk to people. You know, it's like, uh, for example, oh, this guy is like, maybe he owns a car, I own nothing. You know, that kind of thing. You, mm -hmm. just, you just feel like you're not worth enough to talk to anyone mm -hmm. because everyone is like 10 steps above you and so on. Yeah. And you just want to see their face. You just want, you just try to avoid people generally, you know. And I remember I was like, go down, eat, sorry, go back to my room. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not like, to be fair, my room got no computer. Mm -hmm. My my family ever since young, right, our computer always in the hall. Right? Uh, <laughs> Quite strict. Good uh. values. Uh. <laughs> so so in my room there was not, no entertainment. Okay. It's just me, probably a phone, and probably like books and yeah. And yeah. I hate reading books, so don't ask me why why are they books so somehow there are books inside. <laughs> you share a little bit more about your, your relationship with you know how how it did it affect your relationship, and I think from that incident, so you make it grow stronger, right? Now you're engaged. You know you're oh, sharing you. off camera. Congratulations! <laughs> you know, thank you. Yeah. So um, yeah, man. I really thank God for her. I would say, I guess not many girls would be able to, to to keep it up with someone who actually go through depression or someone who actually lost a job. You know, things like that. Because uh, previously when. When we started dating, she was in her college mm -hmm. and I was working for my dad and I was earning big bucks, to be frank. I was earning to a point where um, I actually paid for her tuition fees, her college, her final sem I actually paid for her. Mm -hmm. And then um, we came to a point where her phone bills I pay, I bought her new phone, whenever she, whatever she wanted to eat, I can just you know, give her 
sometimes like um, her monthly allowance is given by me, even though we are not married. Mm. You know? um, so finance at that time was all cool. And when we open Warhouse, then it's like, okay, just take one step down a bit because now I'm running my own business. Okay, still okay. Everything's still okay. But when we came out from Warhouse, that's where it went the other way around. And instead of me um, providing for her, she started providing for me. Oh, nice. And, and yeah, I guess if you get someone like that, shouldn't let go. <laughs> yeah, man. It tests us a lot hmm. in terms of our relationship. And we are like, what, nine years now together? Wow, amazing. Yeah, so it, it tests us a lot. Um, I would say maybe we go through uh, more obstacles compared to other marriage couples. Married couple, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it really grew us uh, mm. in terms of trust, in terms of uh, knowing that, okay, finance is not like just coming from the guy's side, it's like 50-50. Yeah, or yeah, it's yeah. not even 50-50. It's whoever has the cash, whoever wants to, to pay for something. Right, right. Yeah. You know? And it shouldn't be like, oh, last week you paid for grocery, so this week I'm supposed to pay for grocery. Okay. Mm. So, in terms of finance, we, we have this under, uh, understanding. Okay. Mm. A very give and take relationship. Yeah. Amazing. So, there's, there's no problem. I think it really grew us a lot. In that two-month period, right? Like you, you mentioned earlier, uh, you guys were arguing a lot because you personally, in your personal life, you weren't doing very well. And yeah. I'm pretty sure it, tra- it transferred and translated to your yeah. relationship also, yeah. right? So yeah, how did how did you affect her? Or like, could you share a few examples where there was an impact of what you felt personally being transferred to other areas in your life? Also, could be your family, your relationship. I guess people were just fed up or sad, looking at me being so depressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't complain about others. I don't like hey bullshit or I'm, I'm talking bad about you. You know, to to bring you down at my level. I don't. I don't. I didn't do that. It's just that somehow I generally just go down and like I don't deserve. And people is like, um, they are fed up about me saying I don't deserve it every day. Like, okay. mm-hmm. yeah, so she's one of those who like, um, it's like every day she would be like, slap me, you know, like try to get me up, you know, mm-hmm. get me back on my feet. But I just couldn't. Uh. And yeah. she stick with you throughout that period. Uh. Sometimes she cannot take it, she just put down the phone. Uh. Uh-huh. You know, she's like, then it's like, no, 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 no. And then she just put down the phone. Or, or sometimes you just like get get piece off. Okay, I don't. Talk, I'm not talking to you anymore. You're hopeless and kind of thing. But um, depression really heals through time. Mm. Yeah, and and you just need to have the right friends who actually um, speak the right words. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And sometimes it's it's not true. How how often I spend time with you that will actually heal me. It's more on um, certain words that you use that will actually heal me. But most of the time, I would say lah, um, I have to be the one to. Really, to build myself because mm. no matter how many phrases you can give me end of the day I would, I'm the only one who can pick one phrase and and work towards it mm. yeah, yeah. and believe in that phrase so I think my dad helped me a lot and everything but I would say the one that really got me out of it was really God and myself mm. you know um, everyone was like talking year in year out everyone's repeating year in year out giving you advice yeah. motivational so, quotes yeah, then Yvonne is like complaining every day, asking me to get out, go out from my house, you know, things like that. But it's just here, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Until me, myself, really have to be like, okay, it's enough. Mm. I think a lot of people have a lot of good intentions, uh, you know, you're giving advice yeah. and all that. I just wanted to share, ask you, like, did you have someone to, to guide you out of this process and you share about your dad and God? Uh, yeah. Um, 
you know, it's so funny. You know, one of my clients, uh, which I coach, she told her friend, oh, I, I have a life coach now. Me oh. la. So that's what I do. Then go like, your friend went, life coach? What? What's life coach? Oh, no, uh, you know, that time we met like one, two times. And he said, yeah. like, he helps me to understand my life and help me to break free and to help me go to that next time. My goals, help yeah. me achieve my goals uh, with the tools and strategies. <laughs> and one of the friends said, oh, I also can be a life coach. Hey, you pay me. Oh, and, yes. she, and she went, well, if you can do what he does, then I'll pay you. La. So they tried one session, 45 minutes. Then they realized that he was giving advice or he was giving quotes, you know, with good intentions, but not so much of the strategies and the tools. La. I think a lot of people also like, especially in your incident, they have a lot of great intentions, good intentions. They want to help you to you know, break free from it. But at the same time, uh, some of them, you know, are not equipped or just do not know how to do it. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was the difference between... You know, uh, your father and the rest of other people who try to help you out. What did your father do right? Was it because of the relationships? Did he oh, say the God. right words? Did he like bash you up? <laughs> I don't know. My dad is a very cool guy. Um, sometimes he can be a man with very little words. So he didn't really he didn't really talk much. But whenever my mom is like, "Hey, you need to you need to find a job," or my mom is like complaining, say, "Hey, you need to to go out to the gym or you need to go out and do something," you know. My dad was be like, leave him, leave him. So, it, it, if for me personally, I felt that my dad cares. He's yeah. just that he's, he's saying that I'm here. If you need anything, let me know. And he, he doesn't pressure me. Mm. So, that that allows me to use my own time to actually get out. Maybe at that time, I don't work with heavy pressure. Because mm. like, oh, I already feel bad. And now you're pressuring me even more. I feel even worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, so, my dad just like, I don't know, like, hey, what you want to do, or where you want to go. It's just like, as though nothing happened. Ah, okay. yeah, that, that's, that's what he did. Man. He yeah. didn't really like, hey, come, you sit down, you need this, you need that, you need correct, this, you correct, need that. Correct. You know, he didn't force me to do anything, you know. And he didn't even ask me, okay, how long are you going to be in this situation, or how long are you going to be in this? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? a lot of people are like, okay, you can, you know, we accept you for where you are yeah. now, but you know, give me a time frame, lah. Yeah, yeah, you're going to yeah, break yeah. free from this. He, he didn't do that, and then he didn't say, okay, so what job you gonna look for? He didn't even bother asking me, um, am I going to look look for a job or what? Mm. He just like let it be. Cause he, he, he always tell my mom like, don't don't worry about the kids. God will take care of them. Mm. And just let time heal. Uh. Mm. Wow. Very wise. Sounds like a very wise man to me. <laughs> <laughs> what was that moment in time, you know, that you know we, you decided like enough is enough, I'm gonna you know enough of be feeling sad about myself, enough about just lying in bed doing nothing enough about thinking why me what was that moment in time when you decided to reclaim back your life I, even though i was like so depressed and everything but people from the previous gym was calling me up mm-hmm. was saying that hey open a gym open a gym open a gym and things like that shows that okay there's still people who care about me there's still support around um there's still people who wants me to get back on my feet mm-hmm. so that they could actually move on yeah, you know, in that sense. Also, oh, like, they were affected by the yeah because they didn't enjoy the the, the environment, the environment, the, the the next manager who took over. You know, they didn't enjoy the way the place was moving around, the the, the vibe that it was given. I would say, I I really felt that, um, okay, it's time for me to wake up. It's not like nobody cares about me. Why not just give it a go again, uh, mm. You know, and you know, anxiety is something which, um. I believe at that time, a lot of people feel like it's very depressed and anxiety to, to, to make the next move. Like, oh, what if it happens again? 
you know what if I get back if I get into another relationship then it happens again yeah, you know? yeah. things like that um, that's that's where um, anxiety happens and you just like, you know you get afraid and uncontrollable yeah. yeah so it's because you cannot control the situation but the fact is you would never be able to control the situation mm-hmm. you know because you the only way is how you handle it that's all, how yeah, you yeah. approach it right and and I told myself okay I cannot change the past. I cannot change the current situation that I am now. Mm. But I'm going to work towards tomorrow. Mm. So you had a future goal. Uh. Yep. Yeah. So sit, sat down, took out a piece of paper. That's where I came out with my business plan. In an A4 paper. Like. <laughs> then I was like, I don't think this is a business plan. Because it's like A4 paper, you know, if I compare with other friends who have business plans, like pages over pages over pages. Mine was like just a piece of paper. Like, Okay, that's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and you just took it lah. I just took, took it, it and go lah. Yeah, then I, I, I pitched it to Yvonne and Yvonne was like, Huh? This is not business plan. Where's your, where's your mission? Where's your vision? Where's your goal? Like, because she was from Mascom and everything. So like, there's like, I'm like, wow, so many steps to open a business lah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think a lot of people complicate stuff also. Yeah. Unnecessary. So like the complication, like, instead of moving us forward to, closer to our goals, they, they drag us behind yeah. lah, man. And I, and I I hate writing, so my like people who write one one long phrase. I put like, okay three words to get there. I'm done. Mm. <laughs> it's not. I understand. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're the business owner after yeah. all. Uh, so after that, that's where I went around, um, finding ways how to get the money for it and, and open up now. Um, thank God for for, for uh, good families. Mm. So my my dad and my mom actually gave me like uh, most of the investment over here. You shouldn't be sitting in your own kit too long uh. you, you're gonna just destroy yourself and mm. at no point you know um, you really have to move on because nobody's gonna save you mm. it's just you yourself right mm. yeah. I think a lot of times when people undergo like anxiety or depression they, they're looking for a savior but in reality that they in reality is that they are their own saviors yeah. uh, you, only they can save themselves yeah. if, if my situation probably I could be like I wait for the next millionaire to walk past and say okay I give you one million you go open the gym right. Right. and it, it's, it's, it doesn't happen uh doesn't happen that way. So, if I'm going to wait for that to happen, I probably would still be in my room. You know, but if I don't get out from my room, I I would not even have a chance to to probably start off something smaller than this. Also. Mm. So, in fact, before opening a gym, we actually, we only, we start selling our shirt. Mm. This was the first shirt that we sold. Uh, yes, so, we sold this shirt even before the gym opened. Okay, still raise funds. Uh, or just part together. We didn't talk. Okay, basically, when when I came up with the gym idea, the plan, Yvonne was saying, okay, we do not have the finance for this, but we have the finance to open the t-shirt line. Okay, so that's where we opened the we sold off the t-shirt, and it was doing quite well. So if 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 you if you can read behind, it actually said that uh, fitness portal, fitness portal. Okay, that's what we wanted because it's cheaper, right? Yeah, but then uh, my parents was like, hey. Um, since the outlaw is doing quite well and your business plan looks solid, pitch it to me. Okay. So I sat down with them and talked, talk, they said, okay, so we, that's where we... But it's because I was ready to step up from my room and start something small. Yes. First. And, and I think that, that, moment you, that moment in time where enough is enough for you was getting out from your bed and just taking out the A4 paper. Yeah. As simple as that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people think like, oh, I got to do this huge thing to break yeah. free from it. But actually, mm. you know, it's that small step yeah, to just help them to to break free, and then they're incremental. You know, I was uh one of the, the guys that I interviewed, my good friend Daniel Lee, uh, uh-huh. the Paralympic 
training for Tokyo 2020 training. Oh, it's on a wheelchair. And he did a 100km ultra marathon. And I go like, oh my gosh. And I did a 21km run before, long time ago. So I, I felt like dying after that. How do you do that? And see, when you look at the goal of 100km, then it's daunting. Or you look, you break it down to 5km, 5km, 5km break, 5km break. Then it's more manageable. Can you do 5km? Yeah, I can do. And easy. 5km times 20, yeah, 20 rounds, you hit 100. So like business also is the same for you. Yeah. Like, also like breaking free from where we are to where we want to be. It's just breaking down that small steps and getting there. Yeah, one step at a time. Some people are like, oh, I want to open a, a freaking ass, big ass gym, you know. But I don't have the cash. I only got this much. Okay, that's not a dream that I can do. So they forget about it. Correct. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> Same goes with any business. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you have to start small and then slowly, you will slowly build up. Uh. Correct. Yeah. Build yeah. Up, yeah. When we open, we only open half. I don't know if you remember, it was half. Yeah, yeah. Up to right? anyway. Yeah, yeah. And we, expand over. Yeah, we never, I never see myself op- doing a powerlifting or weightlifting area because I'm a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but somehow it just now it's like, I mean, it was a good choice, and now it's like two times the size, and mm-hmm. more people is coming and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was, that was, be- and all this was possible because he decided to say you just start it, yep. find just what we can them. do, and you you knew that you didn't have finances, that's why you did the the fitness portal. Yes, so it's like from fitness portal, then hey, this works, ah, then you you move on to yep. go Amazing, amazing, awesome. What's that one advice you could give to the people watching this? Like, you know, if they, you know, they've been cheated in their business or they are, you know, cheated, they're depressed, they have anxieties daily. You know, what would you advise them to make that step, to make that change, to break free from their current state, to live a life of passion and purpose? At least you take your time with God. And I believe God is the only one that could really um, break, help you with it. You know, because... Man words would never be wise enough, mm. you know. And when God comes and speaks to your life, it's not just words; it's literally very peaceful and very comforting. Mm. And you know that this word is going to work, mm. you know. And yeah, to me, I, I would say really take your time with God, meditate on God's word, and He will He will lead you out, now. Because even when when we opened this gym, my depression wasn't done, mm. you know. So I I thought it would be done, you know. I thought, oh, if I open open another gym, I'm I'm all good because yeah, I'm getting back on my feet again. Yeah. Like that. But when we opened this place, um, we were like, I mean, I was like still, still very, very, very pissed off with my partner, mm. my ex-partner, right? So every day before I go home, I would drive past his place. You know, I would drive past his place, I would look at his place like comparing who got more business, you know, and then I would like look at that, oh shit, why is business so good today? Then I start cursing his place, like what the heck, God, he, um, he cheated on me, but how come his business is better than mine? Mm. You know, things like that. And end of the day, it, it came to a point that, dude, you, you, no one is hearing you, yeah. only you, mm. right? And who's getting pissed off about it? You, because you're just cursing and you're stirring up the fire inside. Mm. So I was like, I was like really pissed off, and the the energy that I, I had um, to to actually uh, make this place work even better was spent was was wasted on. Letting go uh, negative energy towards that side, and he don't even know because yeah. I'm just part. I'm just passing by, you know. So I went home again. I said, I, uh, again, I went to the Bible and so on, and I read this part where vengeance belongs to God. Mm. So when I read that part, I was like, okay, God, this vengeance belongs to you. It doesn't belong to me. So you, you handle him. I don't handle him. Right. You know, yeah. you do whatever you need to do with him. I don't. I don't want to do anything. So. The very next day, 
this was this was difficult. Uh. So the very next day, I drove past his place. Instead of cursing, I prayed. I bless his place. I bless the members inside. I pray that you know the the, the members will enjoy their workout, things like that. Oh, amazing! And it, it went on and on, and actually, I felt better. Mm. I felt more positive, and I felt that my mind was being more creative on how to run promotions here, how to run the place mm. here, and so on. To a point where now I don't even bother driving past his place anymore. I mean, one of the quotes that came to my mind when you were sharing your story was like, yeah. I don't mean to die by, by we drink our own poison. Yeah. You know, oh, complaining. Complaining is like yeah. drinking poison, hoping our enemies to die. So often they say like, what? On unforgiveness? When you don't, when, if I don't forgive you for something. Correct, yeah, yeah. You don't, you won't know. Mm. The only one will know is me. And, mm. and in fact, whenever I look at you, I'm like, shit, you stupid fellow. You know, I, I just, and you'd be like, what's wrong? Okay, like, you don't look at me. Right. Right? Yeah. And you don't even bother, you know. Um, the one that really get hurt is me because I cannot see you, I cannot talk to you, I cannot ask you for help because mm. I'm not, I don't want to forgive you. Mm. And so it, it hurts, it hurts yourself more than, more than right. the person who, who you are supposed to, to hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you see, most of the situations in our life, yeah, it might be bad, but it's all neutral. Yep. And it is, they have no power over our life actually, every yep. event that happened. It's just that we give meaning to it. Yep. And when we give meaning, actually we are surrendering our our power to control our life to this event. So this event controls our life instead of that. Yeah. And it was very amazing. I want to highlight, you know, just to re-highlight the, the fact that you mentioned, you know, initially when you started your gym here and then you drive past and you're, you're just cursing, yeah. it's like comparing businesses. Then eventually you came to a point, I was like, All right, you know what? I'm going to pray for you guys. I'm going to hope that you guys do well. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I'm going to focus on my business and do my business. So instead yeah. of competing, it's like, okay, who can give the most value? Yeah. And that's amazing, man. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one one key, a lot of key takeaways uh, that you shared uh, for the viewers. Uh. Thanks, yeah. thanks. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. So any last words before we, we end? I, will, I really hope that you continue uh, whatever you're doing. Um, I really pray that um, different ones will be able to come out from their, their situation. Um, coming out from their situation, not in sense of financial debts or what, but um, I guess spiritually, emotionally, you know, psychologically, they, they actually step up and said, okay, I'm going to move forward. And I guess that, that is what you're supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah so I, I believe what you're doing is right. Lah. And of course, a lot of people who actually who are obese or people who are not doing well in their lives or people who, who, does, who doesn't even dress up properly, right? Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it's because there's a story inside of yeah. them. And that's, that story inside of them is actually limiting them to from being someone greater mm. and yeah so I, I believe a lot of people out there are just stuck inside and they need to get out yeah you know the story and we tell our in our head yeah controls our life like. don't let your don't let the wall stop you then so i know I, I always have this this picture like you know when you go for like spartan race mm. things like that so there's there's an obstacle in front of you and many times people run towards the obstacle and then they see the obstacle and say oh shit this, this obstacle I cannot um, overcome and so on. So you just like, okay, I'm done. Or you just sit down there and look at the obstacle. <laughs> you know? oh, that's a very good enough. Right? <laughs> and, and it becomes like, like depression, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Sit there, oh, I'm done. You know, starving to death. Yeah, yeah. But somehow, there's a lot of obstacle in Spartan, which is very easy. Mm. You know, it's very achievable. And you just do it and say, oh, actually, it's quite easy. Yeah. The very fact that you just got to study. Yeah, you just have to make that first climb, you know, in that sense. And yeah, so in, in life is is like that lah. If if you're right now in your in a in a pit or right now you're in, in that depression mode, right? You just need to stop looking at the wall and you just have to try 
walking over it. Amazing. That's all. Awesome, awesome. Thank you very much, Joshua. I appreciate it. Thanks for no being problem. on the show. We have come to the end of the podcast and I hope you have been inspired to take back control of your life. Come back next week and we'll share more inspiring stories and individuals with you. Once again, all the show notes will be available in my website below. Have you been inspired by the story? Leave a comment below or a quote that Joshua has said that has inspired you. Don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms. Subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, follow us also on Instagram. We share new inspiring stories every Thursday with you. I'll see you next week and start reclaiming back your life.